Hey, and welcome back to the Black Zen Weekly Wellness Podcast. I am Jasmine, as always, here with my sister, Stacy. Hello, and a good morning, afternoon, or evening. Yes. Depending <laughs> on when you're listening. Happy Monday, fam. And as you know, it is always Monday here at Black Zen because Monday is always a great day to start something new, and we believe that that can be any day of the week that you choose to start. Love it. Yeah. Simple and sweet. Exactly. For those that don't know what we do, mm-hmm. Black Zen is an organization dedicated to making meditation relatable and accessible to everybody. Yes. We want to build a world full of meditators. Yes. <laughs> We've been an organization now since 2016, and um, really we started because we just realized what a profound difference a meditation practice made in our own personal lives. And it's sort of like that thing, once you realize that something really works, you're like, oh my God, why is nobody talking How about this? How is nobody this? on this right now? Exactly. So yeah. we're just trying to get everybody up on game. And we hope that as you listen... And as you start to find out how to incorporate what you're learning on the mat into your own life, that you're starting to see the differences in uh, your experiences as well. And actually, that brings us right into our topic of this week's wellness, actually. Mm -hmm. It was, what is Zen? And in that, we kind of covered the most frequently asked questions people ask us as meditators and our practice and why Black Zen? Why is that the name of it? Why is that, you know, a part of what you're doing? Correct. You know, what type of meditation do you practice? And And all all of those those, juicy tidbits are, guess what? (laughs) In the wellness. wellness. We're not going to share that this week because we would rather talk about your questions. questions. Correct. And we have chosen the most common questions that people have about meditation and thought we'd answer that instead. You want to hear about the interior of Stacey and Jazz's practice you should have got the wellness. Exactly. That's all I'm I, can't, I, can't, I can't keep pushing it. No other, no other way to give it to you. And as you know, if this is your first time listening, we'll say it for those. If you want to find out more about who we are and what we do, you can always go to our website, and that's blackzen.co. That's blackzen.co. Uh, and if you have any questions about anything that you see there or anything that we talk about in the weekly wellness or on the podcast, we're always open to questions. We definitely respond. Feel free to email us at info at blackzen.co. And if you are the last lonely person on this planet who has not signed up for the weekly wellness to drop in your inbox every Monday at 9 a.m. PST, you can always go to our website. And there's a big banner with a smiling, lovely face to greet you and uh, just put in your email and then you'll get it on the following Monday. So, And with that, right into the fun questions. Now, what's great about this and what could be really funny or really interesting about this, Jasmine doesn't know what I'm going to ask. I was just about to say that. I have no idea what she's going to say. And she hates when we do podcasts like this. I don't like surprises. <laughs> <laughs> it usually means more editing on her end, but it'll be good. All right. It'll be good because I, I feel like these questions, I just Googled quickly and the first thing that popped up, I'm like, wow, yeah, those are valid questions. Those are the questions that I had when I first started. So. Okay. Let's get them out okay, there. Okay, I'm, I'm interested. And I'm intrigued. Some of the questions we've already answered in the Beginner's Guide to Meditation, but these are a little broader. Okay. And these are questions that are a little more basic. I mean, in the Beginner's Guide to Meditation, we talked about, does this affect bills? Right. How, how does meditation help my bills? <laughs> right. Does it help me if I have consistent pain? Yeah. Things yeah. like things of those nature that are really more, a little more in-depth in terms of real life mm-hmm. situations. Mm-hmm. These are overall in general, but here's the thing. These overall and general questions can apply to everybody. Absolutely. So we'll discuss it. And chances are, if you are at the beginning of starting a meditation practice, if you're thinking about starting a meditation practice, or if you've been doing it for a while, but still don't feel entirely comfortable with your practice, it could be that these questions have come up. So we're hoping that these will help wherever you are in your practice. Yeah. A few of these actually came up for me a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we'll dig into it. First question. 
Will meditation make me too relaxed or spaced out to succeed at work or school? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> funny enough. It's I a thought, great question. What's funny, this was their first question on this list that I found. Yeah. And that, we actually answered that last week's podcast. Yes, it actually makes you more present. It makes you more present. So what's your, what's your official answer, Jasmine? Official answer is that I think this is where I feel like the marketing of meditation is so wrong sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Because they show people. <laughs> it's on people, a beach. Do you know what I mean? You're in the mountains and right. there's like treetops. And you're like, well, realistically, um, I'm in traffic and I'm late to work. <laughs> so how does this apply to me? And I think that like that um, that question is a really is a is a, a real question based off of how it's currently portrayed. But realistically, once you have a meditation practice and it's something that you do consistently what you'll notice is you are so alert that you will begin to become aware of not just what's happening right now but what's happening around you the energy that other people bring to you in a conversation uh you'll notice nuances that you didn't before what we talked about last week was that having a meditation practice brings you clarity and vision it actually gives you the ability mm-hmm. to be more focused at work, to yes. be more engaged in succeeding or whatever, or doing well in school and those Correct. type of things because you are clear. Correct. So it, it actually, if anything, it only adds to your focus. It's definitely oh, not yes. something where you space out. You're not, yes. You're, you're not, not spaced, spaced out. out. Yeah. Spaced out is the opposite. You know what? I'm going to yes. plug the last week's wellness. I want everyone to go listen to that again because we talk about what spaced out looks like. Mm, yeah. And spaced out and yep. checking out is the opposite of present and it's the opposite of meditation. Correct. So that's what I'm going to say. You can tell the last week was like my jam. So. No, it's so true. It's so true. But no, but when you, yeah, when you have a consistent meditation practice, you are tuned in and turned on. And, and not in a tiring way. That's what's really interesting. No, it's energizing. It's energizing. Yeah. And it does and so even though you have that level of attention, it never feels like it's too much information. Got it. Yeah. One of the questions was Can I meditate while I'm driving or sitting at my computer? Please don't do it on the first one. <laughs> <laughs> my answer to that is Please don't do it while you're driving. That scares me. No. 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 The answer that is flat no. out no. And no. I'll tell you why. Mindfulness is being aware while you're driving mm-hmm. or while you're sitting Doing at your computer. Yeah. Meditation is an interior look inside yourself that requires your full focus. Correct. You cannot focus on driving and meditating at the same time. Correct. Unless you're trying to get into an accident. Exactly. Really? And I'm going to call it a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot meditate while you're driving. That is not a wise decision. Um, sitting in front of your computer, I suppose you could. I mean, you can you can do it sitting in a chair, so I don't know why not in front of your computer. Although. Really, at that point, you really wouldn't need your screen on. So if you're going to be sitting in front of a computer, maybe you're thinking at work, you know? You know, maybe that's where the question is coming from. I was going to say, the goal, you have to remember what meditation is for. Yeah, it's not not something that you rush and do just to to try to squeeze in for two seconds at work. Do you know, like, I, I really, I think that maybe that's why I'm having trouble answering this question, because I'm trying to get down to the quality of of the attention that you give it and not just trying to squeeze it into your day. True. So the answer ultimately is if you're driving or looking at your computer screen you can be mindful but you cannot be meditating yes boom yes all right what else we have on this questions list these are interesting they weren't what i expected i know that's why i thought, <laughs> I thought I, that they they stunned me as well that's why i thought they'd be fun okay so another common question that people have about meditation mm-hmm. what should i do about the restless it's funny because stacy has a lisp so this is gonna be I was gonna <laughs> you can hear jasmine laughing in the background she's like she's not gonna get this word out <laughs> Gonna have a very hard time. And we will be here all day. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get it. Say what? whistle and seashells. <laughs> <laughs> You're so 
so rude right now. You guys, my I list nothing but love. Go situation ahead, is ahead. real, but I'm going to try to get this out. Stacy sells. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. By the seashore. <laughs> okay, We're go being ahead, silly. Ahead. We are. Go ahead, Let Stace. me get this out. I'm going to let you finish. Jasmine, close your eyes and stop looking at me crazy. I'm going to let you finish. What should I do about the restlessness or discomfort I experience while meditating? Hmm. Okay. Answer? My answer to that would be as restless as you feel and as uncomfortable as it can be, sit with that. That's no, but No, no, no. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Notice... What the restlessness is. Is the restlessness that you're uncomfortable with sitting still? Is the restlessness that you're... I think you're going about this all the wrong way, Jasmine. How? Focusing on the restlessness is not going to help the situation. I didn't say to focus on it. I said to well, sit you said, I said to think about it. it. Where no? is it coming from? I you said, have to be... No. Your mind has to start turning as to why am I feeling uncomfortable. Oh, I you see. see what I'm saying? I think the best answer for this is our bubble technique. Treat it like any other thought. Oh, sure. Notice it. Let it pass in the distance. Mm-hmm. Thoughts come up. Discomfort comes up. Mm-hmm. Recognize it. Let it pass. Right. It's it's sort of like there's no need to put attention on it because mm-hmm. that would then take away from the practice of you sitting. And not only that, the more attention you put on something, the more it'll become an issue. Yeah, I do. I do think that you're right, Stacey, that the bubble technique that we talk about in the beginner's guide is a great way to acknowledge how you're feeling in the moment without spending a ton of time there because... Really what you want is to always come back to your breath or your focal point. And your focal point should not be the restlessness and should not be the discomfort. The discomfort. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good answer to the question. Yeah. And just quickly, those that don't know what the bubble technique is, it's when you're sitting on your mat and you're meditating, as thoughts arise, as feelings arise, mm-hmm. as anything arises in terms of what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're seeing, let it pass. Don't right. give it attention. Don't give it a dialogue. Just notice it and let it move. Right. You don't. You don't have to make a judgment on it. You don't have judgment, to. Judgment. Yes. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, don't mm-hmm. create a whole storyline around it. Simply acknowledge it and then go back to focusing on your breath or whatever your focal point is. What's your favorite focal point? Oh, actually, my my favorite focal point is uh, between my eyes with my eyes closed. Oh, yeah, I can mm-hmm. see that. I find that that really helps to center me really quickly. Because I am a visual person, if my eyes are open, there's just too much stuff happening. <laughs> too much stimuli. It's too much stimuli, and my brain is like, oh, look at the color on the wall. Is that a butterfly? Oh my God, I think that's a bug. Like, literally, I could, <laughs> if I did a ticker tape of everything that happens when my eyes are open, yeah. it's a lot. So for me, I find it extremely useful to close my eyes. This and is a good point to bring out. Yes. Everyone's meditation will be different. Correct. Everyone's process will look differently, and Correct. everyone's focal point will not be the same. Right. Because all of Jasmine's dis- description is opposite for me. Well, right. But, like that, my but, focal but that's point, why my favorite focal point is in the middle of my eyes with my eyes closed. Because then it, I know exactly what I'm going to do each time. And so then I can take that piece of wondering about where are my eyes going to go out of it. Okay. Oh, that's smart. Right. Mine actually is an external stimuli. I like using a flame. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and what's funny. Focal points are just anything that's going to ground your mind, something that you can keep coming back to every time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use the breath. Mm-hmm. You know, they fo- you follow your breath in and out. And that's Which a focal point. Which I find point. really helpful. That's a good one, too. That's, yeah. But if you're a stimuli person and you want something physical to mm-hmm. pay attention to, that's a good one. Some people, you know, like to focus on crystals or they have um, just, you know, a blank spot on the wall across from them that they're focusing on or... 
just a soft focus in the room so that their eyes are open, but they're not necessarily looking at anything. Everyone is different. But I think for us, you know, I always say the breath can be one of the easiest things to find because it is always available. You can't and not not breathe. You know what I'm saying? So you <laughs> have, so then it, it automatically gives you something to focus on regardless of what else is going on with you. And so I actually think that the breath can be the greatest anchor most of the time. That's for you, Jasmine. It not is, everybody. Yeah. Breath for me goes in and out. Yeah, I have some, to, yeah, some like, people sometimes, it can be difficult. Like it work, yeah. like, and what's so funny, it's at different periods of time. Like That's one true. day it'll be awesome. The next day I can't find it. Okay, I understand. And that. I'm breathing. I, I can't totally find understand. It. <laughs> yes, I totally understand. So that. yes, again, you guys, we're saying try all the things, right? And try them at different times, and yeah. to find what yeah. works for you specifically. I agree. I agree. On to the next question. Yes, let's hear it. What should I do if I keep falling asleep while I meditate? <laughs> I love that. Oh man, this is so funny because every time I teach, I definitely have people come up to me afterwards like, that was so good, I fell asleep. And my heart like, just falls a little bit. <laughs> then you didn't do it right. And that Not that you, there's a right or wrong. But, but there kind of is. So here's the thing. <laughs> it is a great question because that's a real question. Mm-hmm. And what that means if you continually fall asleep is that your body is tired and that when you finally stopped all of your activity to focus on your meditation, it was actually the first time in a long time that you've probably let your body know it's okay to relax here. And rest. It's okay to rest. Ooh, so you know what you I would see do? see what I mean? Like, and how I would respond to that? I would say sleep. Correct. Until your body feels rested enough. Correct. And then re-engage in a meditation mm-hmm. and you and then be focused. Yep. Yeah. Be awake, alert, and Correct. have a practice. But yeah. Get the sleep out of the way. Yeah, but but that's but that's that's a great thing about your body is it's telling you what it needs and mm-hmm. what it needs in that moment is sleep and so that might be the most peaceful rest you've gotten in a long time you know and that's okay. Um, but I will say too, if you're just starting out, something to avoid can be doing meditation before you go to bed because I think at that point your mind is already you're already sort of gearing yourself up to go to sleep and if you find that you keep falling asleep during a meditation it could be that for you you need to change the timing of when you do it it could be that you need to do it in the morning after you've had a good rest and that way your mind is in a place and your body has been rested enough that it doesn't take that as the opportunity to sleep ah that's a good fix Mm -hmm. here's another question (sighs) let's hear it let's hear it (laughs) sounds like a good one do i have to give up my religious beliefs to meditate this one to me is easy to answer, but a hard one to explain. So <laughs> <laughs> I might yeah. explain this one because I, yeah. I was going to say you like to talk a lot. About True, this. but the easy, but the easy answer to this is no. Flat out, absolutely. Flat not. out, absolutely mm-hmm. no. There is nothing about your religious beliefs or practices that you need that to change conflict. that conflict yeah. with a meditation practice. So this can be incorporated into what you currently do. If you do nothing, this could still be something you do. It does not. Meditation is the practice of sitting in silence to quiet the mind. Yes, that's all it is. Yes. Say that again. The practice of meditation is sitting with the intention of quieting the mind. I know I switched it up from the last one, you but did. you but, get the idea. Right, but it, it is honestly that simple. And I think because the benefits of it are so huge that people feel like there's got to be more that goes into it. Do you know what I mean? I, no. I think, I think, I think that's we, where this question comes from, to. is that people get confused yeah. because they're like, well, but then you say that you experience this you know, massive peace and, and that you get all this clarity and that you get all this focus. How can it be like, that simple? How can it be that simple? Yeah. And I think that's why people keep thinking there has to be some hitch to it. There's some trick to it somewhere. <laughs> and I swear to you, I've been doing this, uh, I don't even know how Ooh. long now. It's almost a decade now. Almost a decade. I'm not quite there yet, but almost a decade. And I will. I can honestly say... 
if there is another shoe that's going to drop, it hasn't yet. There is no other secret to it. <laughs> there's no there's no ritual that you do randomly once you're five years in. You know, you don't like there's no <laughs> yeah. there's no shaman involved. I mean, literally, it is and- shutting up and focusing on your breath and intentionally quieting your mind on a consistent basis. And that's it. It really is that simple. Yeah. And another question that sometimes comes out of this too is how will I change? Like some people are afraid, mm. don't want to change as a person. Listen to Jasmine and I. Do we sound, <laughs> I mean, I'm talking to you as a meditator and I'm hoping I sound exactly how you would right. talk to your friends. Exactly. How you would talk to your family exactly. members. The only thing that's changed is that my lens in terms of what I talk about mm-hmm. has changed. How I feel about others has changed. Mm-hmm. How I speak about my life has changed. Yeah. And, and how I see myself in this larger picture has absolutely, changed. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's all just a widening of perspective. I don't think that that is me like hanging up my Christian beliefs and picking up this other one. I mean, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. It It is sort of just enhances who you are as a person and it allows you to see yourself in the context of this entire whole. I like that. It enhances who you are, where you are. Right. So if you are someone who goes to church every Sunday, it mm-hmm. enhances that piece of your life. Right. If you are a person who doesn't prescribe to any religion or consider yourself spiritual, I mm-hmm. use the word quotes and spiritual because some people don't like that word, mm-hmm. but it just enhances who you are as a person right. and provides clarity on how to operate in the most truthful way for you. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Let's Good see. question, though. We yeah, get it all the say, time. All the yeah, time. Yeah, we do. Yeah. These are way more interesting than I thought I, they'd be. I know, Jasmine. I thought I would shock that's you. It's pretty good. I was going to say, most of these questions good. are like, how long should I do it for? It's like, come on. But that's a real question, though. That's <laughs> no, a real not. question. No, it's not. I feel like some of these answers can be are simple. How long can you sit? Oh, yeah. You well, see, I feel well, like... Well, this is where I think most people try to sit for 20 minutes on their first sit. Oh, and then they get true. And then they get so frustrated, and it's such a horrible experience that they never that's, do it again. That's right. Which is... So I actually think it's a valid question. How long no, should I sit for? You're right. Start with a minute. I would say 30 start seconds. With, start with 30 seconds 30 to seconds of silence. Right. Try that first. Try that. And if 30 seconds feels good, go to a minute. If a minute feels good, go to a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Like, no, there's right. no need to go from a minute and a half to 20 minutes because I guarantee you what you learn about yourself and your ability to have that much attention and focus from a minute and a half to 10 is very different. And I would say go in small increments. Mm-hmm. And make sure that you can master the silence in those moments before you move on to more. I would agree. And I want to actually just really punctuate that message. Do not meditate for 20 minutes in one sitting on your first try. Just don't do that. I mean, you can try it. No, 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 no. You can can use it as an exercise to see what your mind... (laughs) No, I'll tell you why that doesn't work. Hmm. If someone decides to sit down for 20 minutes, they're saying... I'm going to do this. It's it's a forceful oh, way sure. into the practice. And sure. that's opposite right. of what the practice is. Because the practice yeah. is letting go. Mm-hmm. So going in saying, I'm going to do it for 20 minutes. I'm going to sit down. That is the opposite approach. So it's a, an approach to the practice that's based on results and not about the process. About the process. And the process and is what the practice is, is teaching you. the process. Correct. Boom. So. Correct. Wow. I, that was a question that wasn't on the list. I just happened no, to that, throw it out there. No, that's really good. That's yeah. very good. Yeah. It is more about the process than it is about the result. Because what's funny is that the more you focus on the process, the more results you see over time. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about the results. The results will be there. Simply focus on the process. Focus on the process. Right. Yeah. I like right. it. All right. We'll just do... One more here, maybe okay. two. Very simple ones. Let's hear it. 
These haven't been sexual. Actually, no, they like haven't. These go, these go way. Um, these go deep. I, yeah, these were deeper questions than I thought they'd be as we started to talk about it. So yeah. kind of intriguing. First time where I don't mind your surprises. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two more. Okay. Um, can meditation really improve my health? Yes. Why? Okay. This is where I usually will take a much longer time to explain this, especially when I'm in a teaching session in a group. But... I'm going to put a pin in that. In your shortest way possible, Jasmine, tell us why. All right. I'm, I'm trying my best, right? If you could see my face right now, it'd be really funny. Okay. She looks like she is pained, you Because guys. I'm really trying to, I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out how's the simplest way to say it. Um, stress does a number of things to our body. Stress is the leading cause of physical illness. Right. I'm just going to be the interpreter. Go ahead. Oh, I love this. You're like, you're like, what is it? Not the angry interpreter, but the, you're like, <laughs> For the president. Right. I love it. You're like my interpreter. This is perfect. Okay. Um, so because of that, as soon as we start to develop wellness practices that teach our body how to take in stressful stimuli in a different way, it then impacts the way our heart functions. It impacts the adrenaline that's produced in our bodies. It it impacts uh, the insulin that's produced. Uh, it, 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 it impacts our fight or flight response, which triggers so many other things in our body. So it's, it's very interesting if you just deal with this one piece. And usually, even if you're not a stressed out person, when you meditate, it's teaching your body coping skills that are very opposite of what we do naturally. And so it's a great way to counteract all of the issues you have down the line when you don't have an effective way to deal with life. All right. Two sentences. I know. <laughs> Anger interpreter. Go. <laughs> or I should call you meditation, meditation inter- interpreter. Meditation interpreter. Go. Stress is the leading cause of physical illness. When we develop meditation practices and mindfulness-based practices, they decrease the amount of stress in our lives the amount of stress in our minds and in our physical body. When your mind is less stress, your body reacts in kind. That's it. And the succinct award goes to... (laughs) I think we're just going to have that award live on your mantle. I think so, I think let's just just call it. I am (laughs) verbose and I apologize. The fact that you use the word verbose. (laughs) Don't get... I read, bro. Don't get mad at me. The point is, yes, meditation can help your physical health. Yes. Helps your physical health, your mental health, mm-hmm. and all the other healths that there are. We call it the ultimately free health care. All right. Last question to wrap this up. All right. Oh, this one's easy. Hmm. Well, I, I think they're easy. And then right. I say them and then we talk about them for 20 minutes. Okay, let's So here we go. How can I find the time to meditate in my busy schedule? I love that they're real questions. These are real. I'm These saying, are real These questions. These are like valid. These are questions I get all the time. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the way that I would answer that is this is actually rolling right into our meditation tip of the week. Our meditation tip of the week this week was just do it. Oh, you wrote that one. Didn't I you? sure I did. Remember. Just <laughs> I remember what it was. do it. Just oh, I do it. What a great tie-in. Even with our busy schedule, we still find time to take a shower. You still find time to eat. You still find time to put your shoes on before you leave the house. Like these are all things See, that what you are pointing to is not the desire to find time, it's the desire to make time. We mm-hmm. make time for the things we want to Absolutely. do. Absolutely. I will make time to watch a Netflix show. Yes. If you want to make time to meditate, you will exactly. make time to meditate. You, you, That's you, what fin- I'm you say. finish your work early. You definitely you make sure that you don't make any plans. You turn off your phone. You get your popcorn ready. Like you 
figure out a time when you can fit it all in if it's something you really want to do. Exactly. Right? When you make plans with yourself or you have a show you want to go see, you make sure you save up money for that ticket. You made sure that you could do it. <laughs> yeah. So see, I, I, made that a, I made that it's a trick question thing. because that's not even a... No, I think, I think you're totally right. It's the same thing. We make time for the things that are important to us. And just like you make time to, you know, play with your kids or to get somewhere on time for a meeting, for an interview or whatever, like we make the time for the things that we value. And I think with a meditation practice, it honestly has to be something that you value. Something that you want something to do. Something that you want to do. A change that you want to see. And here's the exactly. thing. Most of us value that change. We yes. value being different. We want to be different. Yes. We want to be changed. We want to be relaxed. We want to be healthy. Yeah. Then make time. You can start to build it to something that you do all the time. And that way, it's a constant reminder. So if if I know for myself, every time when I wake up, after I brush my teeth, I go to the mat, that now becomes a part of my morning routine. Okay. I've now figured out how to do that because it's already attached to something I do every day anyway. I like that. So that's a great way to start building in the practice of doing it consistently. That makes sense because then you're not trying to find time between other things. Exactly. It's part of just wake up. Build it as a part of something you already do. So Got it. So just tack it on to a, to a thing you do every day. Love it. Yep. We'll end it with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we have covered a we covered lot a lot of ground. We week. covered a lot of ground. So, and this is yeah. and for those that read the wellness, if you wanted us to um go in deeper on that, our apologies. We didn't yes. touch on the wellness at all. Um I feel like we left it on the page though. We did. We yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 really we were celebrating our hundredth That's right. We were celebrating our hundredth editorial for the weekly wellness. This was our hundredth weekly wellness, which was kind of a big deal. Well it's not and even so- our hundredth. We've reached our hundredth post. Oh yeah, we're not exactly now, sure yeah, of the number, but sure. we're a little past that now. <laughs> but the point but is, we we wanted to mark it in some way, and we marked it by um, explaining more about our organization, how we came to be, and the practices that we've used over time to sort of create the type of organization that we have. Yes, and I want to give a special shout out to the people who have been with us from the jump. Yes. Editorial number one. Yes. From the beginning, before we even had a weekly wellness. Yes. You guys are the reason we do what we do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when I look at the list of people who subscribe, these are people that have been around for a minute. Yep. And I can't be more thankful or grateful to have people that are being helped by this Mm -hmm. in some way to be staying with us for so long Mm -hmm. or at least find what we're doing helpful. Thank you. We appreciate all of the fantastic comments on on, uh, iTunes in terms of reviews. Again, as always, send us your feedback mm-hmm. we are always growing yes and in honor of our hundredth episode to acknowledge all the people that have been writing with us it means that you have found us extremely helpful in your own personal growth and as you know we want this to be a butterfly effect that um that starts to really Last podcast reference right if you're following <laughs> you knew that um so really what we were trying to we're, we were thinking well what could we do to kind of make it special and so we thought well Actually, our listeners and our readers are what make it special. And so we are asking to celebrate our 100th episode with us. If you can tell one person about what we do and share our podcast or share the weekly wellness. Or or just talk about us in conversation. Talk about us in conversation. That is our butterfly effect happening in real time. That would be a gift to us. I mean, you've already gifted us with so much just listening in general. Right. But. If you want to give us a gift for our 100th episode, (laughs) for our 100th birthday, for our 100th birthday of the (laughs) weekly wellness, you can tell one person. That would be great. Yep. But we're going to leave it on that. We have a whole We got a whole bunch of other stuff coming up (laughs) in the next couple weeks. We got some great, great topics that we're going to cover. So 
Thank you in advance for giving us the gift of one person for our 100th episode. <laughs> uh, and as always, we, uh, we will say have a great week, fam, and we will talk to you next week.